Okay, so check this out. I was reading online yesterday that Sylvester Stallone was intending to make a Rocky Seven. He couldn't make Rocky Seven because he's having a beef with the producers who own the rights to Rocky. As it turns out, Sylvester Stallone, despite creating Rocky and writing Rocky and Rockying Rocky, does not get a piece of Rocky and feels that the participation should change in some way to reflect his creative input in bringing Rocky to life. Rightfully so, mind you. I, I 100% agree. I stand with Sylvester Stallone in his assertion. So he has abandoned for the moment, or at least he, he has no intention of being able to make Rocky 7 until he works something out with the producers, or it's even the son of the producers, I don't remember exactly. Which had me thinking, my God, there's seven, potentially would be seven Rocky movies, and that's not including a, a spin-off that has three Creed movies, the last of which, Creed 3, directed by Michael B. Jordan, is a movie that Sylvester Stallone has publicly claimed that he will never watch this movie, and there's bad blood, or he's upset, and you know, d didn't want to be in the movie. I think originally he might have had a very small role. Creed 2 kind of actually functions as Rocky Ford Part 2 because he fights Drago's son. It's actually pretty rad. And apparently there was a cut scene of Rocky fighting Drago. You know, a lot of people gravitate towards Rocky Ford because Rocky Ford is the best Rocky, man. I mean, well, that's not true. I think Rocky Balboa pound for pound is the best Rocky, even better than the original Rocky. It's just, it's just such a great story. It's a Dark Knight Returns story of Rocky, and it just, it's really well done. It's really, really well done. Um, it's one of those rare franchises where the movies kind of get better with the sequels, in my personal opinion, at least. But Rocky IV is universally loved. I loved it as a kid. You know, the, the story makes a lot of sense. It's a revenge boxing match. You know, uh, Drago, Drago kills Rocky's greatest rival slash, you know, turned companion. You know, Apollo Creed kind of becomes Rocky's Vegeta. If anybody watches Dragon Ball Z, like Goku and Vegeta, the two rivals, and Goku always surpasses Vegeta, but then Vegeta becomes his friend. It was the same sort of relationship that you had in Rocky. It was pretty cool. The antagonist became a supporting protagonist. So, you know, and as we know, Creed gets killed uh, by Drago in the in the match, in the opening match, the exhibition match, which forces Rocky out of retirement in order to fight and beat Drago. This is also at the height of the Cold War, right? Like, Cold War tensions are at an all-time high. So it's the USA versus the Russians. And by the end of the movie, you know, Rocky not only beats Drago, and Drago's just, like, way taller, you know. Not only does he beat Drago... But he kind of ends communism. He ends the Cold War before the Cold War could be could end. And, you know, I used to always jokingly say that. But when you think about the fact that the Soviet Union fell four years-ish after this movie came out. And you have to imagine that movies at that time, they were, you know, they were capable of swaying public opinion on some unconscious level, maybe not on a political level, but on an unconscious level, you know, and mind you, we live in a world where, where, um, uh, president Zelensky, Zelensky, is it the, the Ukrainian president, you know, he started off as an actor and became the president and 
he made a series about being an actor and becoming the president. And that literally came to life. So it's, it doesn't seem so far off that, you know, Sylvester Stallone releasing this international movie, you know, bring, helps to bring an end to communism. <laughs> That's not true at all. It didn't bring an end to communism, but brought an end to the, the Cold War. That's what I really should be saying. Um, okay, so that the reason why I bring all that up is because Drago, in my opinion, is Rocky's greatest foe. You know, he's his greatest foe. So I was thinking that now fast forward back to today. Rocky 7. Rocky 7. What would you do for Rocky 7? We've already had a, you know, Rocky 4 Part 2. How would you, how would you uh, keep it going? What would you do? And the only, there's only one answer. You gotta go where the leprechaun went. You gotta go to space, baby. You gotta go to space. So, my idea for Rocky 7, Rocky goes to space. And who does he take with him? Ivan Drago, of course. But here's what happens. Here's what happens. Rocky and Drago are enlisted by an Elon Musk type billionaire tycoon that has a, a private space company, kind of like SpaceX, right? And so they are invited to join them in kind of like how William Shatner went to space. They're invited to go up, to go to space for sort of like a, a very informal sort of uh, boxing event, kind of like what happened with, uh, with with Creed in Rocky IV. So it's supposed to be just like a friendly joust, right? That sort of thing. Um, so both, you know, Rocky and Drago, they go up, they go up and they go, uh, they, they dock with the International Space Station, which happens to be hosting a xenomorph. Now, I can't take entirely the full credit for the next part of this idea. This is Nick Bianco. Shout out to Nick Bianco. He came up with this next piece that just cements it all together. So, because I had said online, I was like, you know, maybe Rocky should box an alien. And then Nick just, Nick tied it all together. What happens is on the International Space Station, there, something is wrong and they discover these mysterious egg-like pods. As it turns out, they've been experimenting with xenomorphs on the International Space Station and Drago gets a face hugger attached to his face and out of Drago bursts a Drago hybrid xenomorph and now Rocky must overcome his past fear of fighting Drago to once again save the Earth because the, uh, the xenomorphs, they're, they're trying to crash the International Space Station onto the planet Earth so they can infect the whole population with other xenomorphs. So it is up to Rocky to get into the boxing ring with the Drago xenomorph and box him to death in the same way that he boxed Apollo Creed to death. It's the only way to save Earth and the human race. Can Rocky do it or will Rocky succumb to the Drago Xenomorph, the Drenomorph, if you will, the Drago Xenomorph, and will he be, uh, you know, will he get a face hugger too? We'll have a Rocky Xenomorph. I don't think so. Uh, Rocky manages to, uh, the, he has to dodge the, the, the face hugger, you know, the, the, the miniature jaw within the Drago Xenomorph, right? It's trying to punch at him, punch at him. You know, Rocky, he's zipping and he's bopping and he's big, bobbing and weaving, 
and then Rocky, in turn, uses his fist, kind of like its own miniature jaw, and he punches a hole right in the center of the xenomorph, which of course causes the acid to fuse his hand together into a permanent rocky fist. So now Rocky has this hardened, it's hardened by like scar tissue, and it's just solidified. So forevermore, Rocky has a rocky fist from punching a hole in the Drago Xenomorph. Saving planet Earth, give me that for Rocky 7. That is the Rocky I want to see at this point, because we've seen Rocky do everything else. That's what we need him to see. That's what we need to see now. So, will we get it? Who knows? But do I want it? Yes. What do you think? What would you add or subtract to that vision? Again, shout out to Nick Bianco for that wonderful detail. It was just such a, a wonderful touch. I don't think I can go in that lot. 